You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Everyone, this is Kristen Powers with Pets Rock at Pet Life Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. We have an amazing guest by the name of Courtney Oliver, who founded the website CourtneysCritters.com. But before we get to that, I am dying to tell you my joke of the day because it's just so funny. I hope you're ready. There once was a snail who was sick and tired of his reputation for being so slow. He decided to get some fast wheels to make up for the difference. After shopping around a while, he decided that the Datsun 240Z was the car to get. So the snail goes to the nearest Datsun dealer and says he wants to buy the 240Z, but he wants it repainted 240S. The dealer asks, why S? The snail replies, S stands for snail. I want everybody who sees me roaring past to know who's driving by. Well, the dealer doesn't want to lose this unique opportunity to sell a car to a snail. So he agrees to have the car repainted for a small fee. The snail gets his new car and spends the rest of his days roaming happily down the highway at top speed. And whenever anyone would see him zooming by, they'd say, Wow, look at that S car go. Ooh, that was a funny one. Sorry, I take French and S car go. Sorry, <laughs> it's just French. All right, well, I hope you're, while you're um, leaning over and peeing your pants of laughter, we're going to go to a quick commercial break before we go meet our guest. Don't go anywhere, because the best is yet to come. Stick around. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Back to the party. Let's go! With the hottest party in town. Welcome back, everyone. Today's guest is an amazing young woman named Courtney Oliver, the founder of CourtneyXCritters.com. How are you doing today, Courtney? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Have you had a good day? Yes, I've had a good day today. All right, great. So, as I'm aware, you did train to become a veterinary assistant, is that correct? Yes. So, can you tell me about that? Like, are you 11 or 12? I'm 11. that age? You're alive. So, how did you become a veterinarian assistant or train to be one when you were only 11? So, can you explain that to me? Because that's really cool. Well, I homeschool, and um, ever since I was eight, I always came in and begged my vet, can I come and get, can I volunteer, can I please, 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 please? And they finally said, fine, you can watch your dog C-section. And, you know, they thought, you know, if she, if it doesn't freak her out, then, you know, maybe she really is serious about this. Uh-huh. So I watched I watched the surgery and, you know, that only added fuel to the fire. I came out with a big grin and all I could think about is, 
when can I do that and what do I need to do to be able to? So um, my mom found a course online and she said, hey, Courtney, this sounds pretty cool. Do you think you can take it? So um, with my homeschool, I did my regular school and that and um, mm-hmm. we just worked on it and we graduated. That's really cool. That's so neat. So what can you do with your certificate for a veterinary assistant? Can you like help with surgeries or like with vet checkups or what can you do with it? Well, it allows you to help around the clinic and mostly the reason that I took it is because I want to know how to help animals and I Mm -hmm. wanted to know more about animals and I wanted to know how to help them and how it can save their lives possibly. That's really cool. So after you did your veterinarian assistant training, what else have you done, like maybe over this past summer or for the past year that has like added to your knowledge and like your experience as a veterinarian assistant? Well, as you know, I have a website called Courtney's Critters, and I write articles to educate kids about animals, you know, that they might have and responsible ownership. So you now most of my knowledge, I research my articles and I write them. So most of my knowledge comes from my website and, you know, other vets. Right. So what was, like, one of the coolest things or most valuable things you took away from your experiences as a veterinarian assistant? Well, I learned that there's nonstop learning. You always got to keep learning. Dr. Mm -hmm. Shu says she learns something new every day. So it's good to be open to possibilities to learn and expand your knowledge about animals. So... You want to never stop learning, lifelong learning. That's so cool. That's such good advice. So is there anything, like, really cool, like, some cool, insanely amazing fact that you'd like to share with us that you learned that, like, it just sticks out in your mind? <laughs> well, um, how you can tell the tibia and the fibula apart is tibia is together, so the inside, and fibula is on the outside, far. Oh, okay. That's useful. I'm always getting those confused. That's good to know. All right, so are you training to become a veterinarian when you're older? Is Are you pretty sure that you want to do that when you're older? Oh, yes, definitely. I'd love to be a vet. And some of my other things that I've been wanting to do are, you know, become a vet, have my own clinic, have my own TV show to educate kids more about animals and responsible ownership, and to maybe have my own farm someday. That's really neat. So do you have, like... What would your show, like, consist of? Would you, like, bring in guests and talk to them? Or would you go out to, like, the real world and show them what's going on? What do you think you'd do with your own TV show? I think I would focus on educating the kids and letting them know that what happens if they don't take care of that pet. And really just helping kids learn about animals that want to be vets, too, to hopefully inspire them to follow their dreams and work hard. That's really cool. So... Let's see. So when you decided to start Courtney's Critters, like, how much time did you spend, like, writing your articles? Was that, like, mostly what you did? And what was your favorite article to write? (laughs) Well, the funniest article to write was um, to potty train your hamster. That was the funniest (laughs) one I've ever done. And, you know, usually it only takes one day to make an article. So we do it one day out of the week. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We usually do it on Wednesdays. We call it Website Wednesdays, cool. and uh, we get those done. So whenever people look at my website, they'll go, "Oh, there's something new every week." That's neat. How do you potty train a hamster? <laughs> well, it's easy. You, yeah, you take their waste from from the cage and put it into this litter box, which you can buy 
at your local pet store, and you take, and they also have, like, litter in there for them, too. And, you know, their brains, since, you know, some of them are not so smart, and some of them are more <laughs> smart, um, they'll catch on quicker or slower, but, you know, you want to keep putting their waste in there until they suddenly think, oh, I'm supposed to go there. Yeah, that's cool. I would have never thought of that. That's like training your cat to use the toilet. I always love those stories. So I know you have pets. What type of pets do you have? What type of pets do I have? Oh, boy. <laughs> we have five dogs. We have a fish, a hamster, and um, I'm hopefully adding some more animals to that mix. <laughs> yeah. So um, are there any, like, do you have a favorite activity to do with any of them or, like, playing games with your fish or something like that? Anything that you love to do? Oh, so what I like to do in my free time is I like to play with my pets, teach them. I like caring for them. I like doing anything I can with my animals. I That's love nice. playing. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, place. And then, you know, I also do a bunch of other stuff. Like, I like to take my dogs for a walk. And my dog is, um, she's an agility dog. She Ooh. likes to go on bike rides with me. Um, she runs along the bike, and I bike with her. That's really neat. So does your dog do, like, contests, like agility contests? Well, not quite yet, but she's going to get there. That's neat. What type of, like, let's see, what type of tricks or lessons do they need to learn to be able to be a competing agility dog? Well, there's plating. There's all sorts of things that you can teach them, but mostly... You guys have to know how to follow directions until right. me and my dog work together perfectly. That's great. So how do you go about training your dog? Well, I have an article on my website about positive training. If you check that out, it'll tell you most of the things you need to do. But there's cool. a whole bunch of things that you can do. We have positive reinforcement. We have clicker training. We have lots of possibilities. We have every possibility to teach a dog anything in the whole entire world. If you'll be willing to treat them as soon as they do it and, you know, tell them good girl and give them affection when they're done. Also, you want to make sure that you only do it in small time blocks so your dog doesn't get bored or tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I went to a summer camp and we learned how to clicker train dogs by clicker training people. It was really interesting because, like, the person would go out of the room and someone would figure out what the goal would be, like, to raise their left hand or something. And we would, all we would do is use clicker training. And it was interesting to see, like, how long it took some people and how it was really cool. Wow, that sounds awesome. I know a game similar to that. Um, it's called the train game. And you're supposed, you have, like, five people playing. And mm -hmm. you're supposed to pay attention to your other, the other people around you to try to figure out what the trick is. And every time you get closer to the trick, they throw an M&M at you. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Do you get to eat the M&Ms? Yes. <laughs> awesome. I love M&Ms. Okay. Um, so do you do any other like hobbies or sports? Sorry. I know your pastime is animals, but do you like to do anything else? Well, <laughs> Sports aren't really my thing. I'm more mentally agile than I am physically. I mean, yeah, like, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but some of the things I like to do in my free time are, you know, surfing the internet, playing the Wii, playing with my animals, playing with my little brother, and jumping on a trampoline. But like I mentioned <laughs> earlier, my favorite thing to do is just be with my animals and play with them and train them and to take care of them. I mean, it's just awesome to know that 
you're helping support a life. Yeah, that's so cool. So, did you get your animals from, like, an animal shelter? Well, we foster-adopted some dogs. Like, there was this dog named Bugsy, and uh-huh. um, he was blind, and he was due to be put to sleep in the Nevada shelter. But uh-huh. uh, Ginger's pet rescue um, stepped in and saved him. So, we got to foster him for a while, and we gave him to a, a nice home where he is pampered to death. <laughs> and um, I also go around, like... You know, in our neighborhood, it's common that people just pull up to our neighborhood and just drop them off and take their collars off. So, uh, you know, I've helped a few of those dogs find homes for Christmas. So that was pretty cool. That's neat. All right, well, we're going to do a quick trivia fact of the day. The way this works is I ask a question. It can be a question, anything about animals. It can be wildlife. It can be pets. It can be anything at all. So be ready. But I'm going to ask this question, and... Don't answer it yet, Courtney, but we're going to go to commercial break really quickly, and then when we come back, we'll see if you know the answer. No pressure. All right, you ready for the question? Mm -hmm. All right. This canine species used to roam freely along much of the eastern North America, but today it can only be found between the states of Florida and Texas. Which canine species has the scientific name Canis rufus? Is it the gray wolf, the red wolf, the gray fox, or the red fox? I'm going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll see if you know the answer. Don't leave this party before it's over, because the best is yet to come. Only losers leave the party early anyway. Party on. Back in a few. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Back to the party. Let's go! With the hottest party in town. Okay, now we're back from commercial break. We have Courtney Oliver here, the founder of Courtney'sCritters.com, and we've been having an amazing interview so far. We left off with the trivia fact of the day. I'll read it one more time for those of you who missed it. This canine species used to roam freely along much of eastern North America, but today it can only be found between the state of Florida and Texas. Which canine species has a scientific name, Canis rufus? Is it the gray wolf, the red wolf, the gray fox, or the red fox? Courtney, do you have any clue what the answer is? Is it the red wolf? You are correct. Yay! Yep. I have I picked that question because I am a huge wolf fan. They're my favorite animal of like all time. And so yeah, I just thought that was really cool. How did you know that? Did you know from like the scientific name? Well, at our zoo up here in Washington, I actually got to do one of the zoo programs there. And they actually helped um raise some of the red wolves that were, you know, going extinct and um they helped doing the mating program. So I got to see them, and, you know, they told me a little bit about the Red Wolf. So I got I got to know a few things about the Red Wolf while I was there. That's really neat. So you get to do, like, stuff with this, your local zoo, too? Well, they have zoo programs that they do mm-hmm. there. And that could be zookeeper for a week, zookeeper for a day, and teens in science. That's neat. 
Wow, you're really involved with animals. Impressive. So I was also looking at your website, and I see that you have met the acquaintance of Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer. Would you like to tell us about that? Well, he is very amazing and very nice. Um, actually, in a couple of days here, we're actually going to go back down and see him again. It's going to be oh, really sweet. awesome. Yeah, so that was pretty fun. For my birthday last year, I got to go down to the Dog Psychology Center, and um, that was pretty cool. It was the birthday of a lifetime. Yeah, that sounds neat. So did you um, did you meet him there, or like, how did you end up meeting him? That sounds really cool. Hmm. Well, how I end up, ended up meeting him is when I went to the CVC Central Veterinary Conference, uh-huh. uh, we were doing a speaking engagement together. I actually got to give him an intro onto the stage, so that was pretty cool. And the ladies that organized the event knew that I was a big fan, so they uh, set up a table with me and him at it. Uh-huh. And uh, we got to talking, so we, that's when he invited me to come down to the Dog Psychology Center. That's so neat. That's really cool. So what do you guys talk about? Well, we mainly talked about, you know, how are you doing? We're good. And we just talked. We talked about what was going on that night. And we were talking about mostly our goals for the future and just, you know, regular. Oh, that's so neat. Okay. So is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? I've run out of questions, but, oh, actually, I'm sorry. I'm like surfing your website now. It's really cool. So you have been on The Ellen Show. Is that right? Yes. That's so cool. How did you get on the Ellen Show? That's amazing. (laughs) Well, when I did a clip for our local news show, um, I got contacted by all these people, Rachel Ray, Jay Leno, and so Ellen's people called, and, you know, we really liked them, so I went on to the Ellen Show. That's really neat. So, sorry um, being repetitive, but what did you say you did that got you all these calls? I was on um, our local news show, Come Mm -hmm. Before. Oh, okay. So did you just talk about, like, what you've done, like, in the veterinary world and how to help animals? Well, I learned a little bit about first aid. That was pretty cool. The first thing you always want to do is, you know, keep them immobilized and keep the owner calm. Because when the owner is calm, the dog is calm and Mm -hmm. vice versa. Oh, okay. So we're going to start wrapping up here. But is there anything you'd like to say to the people listening, like maybe any advice you have to give to young adults or teenagers or kids that want to be like you, that want to like help pets or help animals. Do you have any advice for them? Whatever it is, what you want to do, if you want to be a vet or let's say, hmm, let's think, if you want to be a vet or a policeman, you always have to put in the work and you really just work hard and you know, never stop learning and just be open for opportunities to learn and find ways to learn if you're too young for some things. Yeah, because I know I always, when I was little, I always wanted to volunteer at, like, an animal shelter, and they're always like, you're too young. I was like, but I want to do it. So, yeah, that's really good advice. So, everyone, this is Courtney with Courtney'sCritters.com. You should definitely check out her website. It's super cool. Thank you for talking today, Courtney. Thank you. All right. Well, everyone, that was our show for today. I hope you enjoyed me and Courtney Oliver as much as I did. I'd like to thank our producers and for all the listeners that make Pet Life Radio as awesome as it is. See you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.